Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Here we go. Stop. Are you Stop. giggling? I have a little bit of the giggle. Are you laughing at my, my lava lamp? It's not working very well. It's working. It's just hard. What does that mean? It's not fluidous. Here's the thing. It's been so hot, I've had the AC running in here, and the AC tends to, like, congeal the lava lamp a little bit. So you have a congealed, kind of more of a waxy... It's more of a wax on than a wax off. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, hot. Wax off, hot. Concentrate. Look at my eye. Lock a hand. Thumb inside. Wax on, hot. Wax off, hot. And now we'll see how good you are. I'm going home, man. Daniel-san. Daniel-san. What? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome yourselves to the show because clearly we're not going to get around to doing it. <laughs> this is the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, episode number 55, recorded August 18th, 2021. And as always, the lava lamp is, in fact, burning ever so brightly, however stiffly, in the lab, as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And we're back tonight. We got Pat Keen back in the house tonight, which is fun. Always kind of a surprise guest tonight. Yeah. Which I, is fun. For sure. So thanks. Welcome back, Pat. Thank Round you. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to see everybody. You know, this is the first time he didn't clap for himself, too. Oh, is it really? Yeah, you usually, you know, very Oh, happy. just to get it going a little bit. Yeah, you yeah, know. No, but we did it for him tonight. Yeah. We're excited wow. to have him here. No, 55 episodes... And well, how many do you think you've done now? <laughs> I mean, we're halfway to a hundred. I might be to double digit. No, probably about seven. I'd say seven. seven. I'd say seven. The seven. joke is there we're more than halfway yeah. to a hundred. I'm bad at. Do you want to do it? Again? Oh yeah, this oh, is at least your sixth. Or yeah, I seventh mean, episode. I, I've, I've guessed. Uh, I've, I've been. You've co-hosted with me. You've had me co-host with yeah, you just guys. Just the two yeah. of us, and then yeah. you've had uh, me as a guest. I like both ways. Super fun. Always stoked to have you here. <laughs> Uh, you, I'm not even going to make that joke. Uh, so thank you for coming back. Uh, we're drinking tonight kind of another mismatched. I'm not going to open a specific bottle. So I'm, I'm finding my way into the... i got to be honest. I think most days you don't open one specific bottle. Well, I mean, but we do. We we'll had a roll like a, there. We'll have a, a, a featured booze on the show. Um, I Actually, I wanted to do that again tonight, and then my day kind of ran late, and I didn't get around to going and procuring a new bottle. So I'm back on to the Evan Williams. i got to tell you, out of all of the bourbons we've had on the show, this is not my favorite. It's not my least favorite, though. So Here's the thing. It's not last place. It's not. Like, you put that in a flask and go camping. Right. You're going to have a great time. Right. I'm absolutely capable of drinking. I don't the have the... Williams. There's nothing like you gag or like it's right. gross. I would definitely ra- rather drink this than the proper 12 any day of the year. <laughs> so, just to make that... Drive that point home one more time. Um, I will tell you, the day that I do come face to face with that man... <laughs> Yeah. It'll be great because he wouldn't have ever heard of my podcast. Hopefully. So, <laughs> I'll be fine. Um, 
So would you like to share any of my, or what are you drinking? Just you know. Oh, I'm drinking Evan. Nice. I've got Evan. I, you know, it's the... Jack, it's, Jim, Evan. Is he part of the three Wiseman shot? It's, it's no, no, Jim no. Beam and Jack Daniels. What's the third man? Uh, so Evan's sort Jimmy, of Jimmy, Jack, the, and John, right? Jimmy yeah. Walker, I don't know. Jack Daniels, and Johnny Walker. I maybe there's Jimmy, a, I, I, Jimmy I, I, Walker was Jimmy on Good Walker. Times, I think. Jimmy Beam, <laughs> Jim Beam, Johnny Walker, and John Daniels. No, John Jack Denver. Daniels, John Denver. I think Jose Cuervo. Jose, Jose's in there because that's a J. I think it's Jack Daniels, Jose Cuervo, and there's four. It, Evan Williams. Austin, Jose's the fourth J. He's like Neil Young. What is what is, what is Wild Turkey? Austin Nichols. No one knows. Austin, no one Texas, knows. You're thinking of uh, not kettle, but Tito's. I don't think Tito's. But is it. rum in that? No, it's it's whiskey. It's uh, no, the three wise men shot is a hundred percent Jack and Jim, but is who's the third man? Johnny Walker, dude. Is it Johnny Walker? It's so not about Jimmy, Scotch Jack, and John, and then Jose. Bat and cleanup. Yeah, really fuck come, you. Yeah, Jose Cuervo is bat and cleanup. <laughs> Johnny Walker, Jim Beam, and Jack Daniels. Yeah. You looked it up? Yeah. That's a three wise men? Yeah. The four Johnny Walker, Jim Beam, Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels. Well, it took four wise men to figure out yeah. the other <laughs> what was in that drink. Four wise men. What do you think Evan's doing on the sidelines? Yeah, it feels left out. Not I mean, to mention Jose. No, Jose's right. in there. If you go if you order a four wise men, which you can do, Jose's thrown in. Okay. That. So you're gonna, yeah, you got, you're gonna put on top a little Oh, just to, yeah, yeah, it's brutal. I've done tequila uh, floater. I've done it a couple of times. Oh, but then you have the four horsemen. Okay, so there's three wise men, the yeah. four horsemen. And is that? Come it on, is, tell uh, me, Evan makes the four horsemen. No. Jim Beam bourbon whiskey, uh, Jameson's Irish whiskey, oh, God. Johnny Walker black Scotch whiskey, and uh, Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey. So it's still all whiskey based. That doesn't yeah. seem that bad. Yeah, that when you start too. to mix. You That's know, where you get in trouble. And you throw the tequila, the whiskey. So I used to drink this thing called a gorilla fart. <laughs> I've had a gorilla fart. And a gorilla <laughs> fart is Wild Turkey 101 and Bacardi 151. Jeez. And it tastes like a gorilla fart. And it'll make you yeah. crash your brand new saline Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you th- honestly? What do you think the most different liquors you, you guys have had in a night? Oh, like how many? I mean, yeah, I mean, think about like the big, big, big nights, like the top five nights. I mean, when... you definitely get a wedding. You yeah. had like a beer, right. a yeah. wine, wine, a champagne, champagne a mixed drink, couple of shots. Yeah, there's at least four. Weddings oh. are the the very guilty of that, right? That's because you where... have different groups of people. Right. Some like vodka, some yeah. like bourbon, some like wine. Oh, we're, and we're there's doing like a lemon the... drop. Oh, we're gonna yeah. do yeah, a lemon drop. Oh, God. Yeah, you try to keep it classy at the beginning of the night. You're having wine with dinner. You know, you're doing a toast with the cutting of the yeah. cake. You're drinking the champagne, the first dance. You know, then afterwards, the you know bridesmaids got their bra off, and you got your tie around your forehead. You're taking gorilla farts at the bar. Wow, it's fun. Yeah, I the, I go too big the night before the wedding. I'm, yeah. I'm that guy. That's your that that. And then the wedding, I'm like, oh, I'm so exhausted. Like right. I'm just like depressed that day, or just getting like, through. Like you got the tuxedo top on with yeah, like, and board you're, shorts, and you're just and, like, dying. Just, and then just... it takes a little while, but you're back. You find yeah. it by 10 p.m. You're back where you were at rehearsal dinner. Nothing on but a cummerbund. Yep. I mean, you know you're having <laughs> and a, a good bow time. tie. Yeah, wearing nothing but a cummerbund and a bow tie and a rosy smile. That's a really good point, though. I mean, you can go so big. Yeah, that, well, that's kind of always been on our the move. Night that's kind of been all of our move 
is the hey we're going on a four day trip to Cabo let's get so shit faced the night we get there that the next two days are ruined. Well, that's the curse of travel <laughs> that, yeah, that I've always it. done. You travel with your friends, you get to whatever the destination is your very first night, you all go way too hard, yeah. you ruin the entire rest of the vacation. Yeah. Comics do that on their Thursday night sometimes. Like it, you, you've been traveling all day, you yeah. know, you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday sometimes, and you get there, you're like, oh, God, fine. And you only have one show. So you're like, oh, okay, wow, all that travel. And that show, I'm done for the night. I can relax. And instead of just going back and calling it, and you probably have radio in the morning, they go big. And comics bombard themselves on Friday, two shows on, I'm sorry, Thursday, and then two shows on Friday after the bombardment, they're not in good shape. And then you're so catching wait, up all weekend. Yeah. Why would you go out before? Because, I mean, comics, you like your work week is Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. Right? Why would you go out? Monday night, which is uh, comics Thursday night. Why would why would you go out the night before you or sun? You know. Yeah, I mean Sunday at, night. I guess especially West Coasters comics, they have to fly back against yeah. time, and so it's like wake up early to get to Indianapolis, you know, which or or whatever, you know, Chicago. You've been Buffalo, traveling Texas. all day. Yeah, you've been traveling all day. Finally get to the hotel. Finally bar. get there, set up, and then you're fine. You're sober until the show. Uh, you get you do your one show because you have two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. So this is your only night of one show unless there's a Sunday show. And so you get through that and you're so excited. You're like, oh, my God, all that work paid off. It was perfect. Thinking kind of, oh, I don't have three more, four or five more of these. You know, I'm just going to go big tonight. Then you have radio early in the morning and then you're playing catch up the rest of the week. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh. Radio at to pitch your show. Probably six in the morning, seven in the morning. Wow. You know, and you're to you, it's five in the morning because you're a California guy. You know, but uh, that's why New York comics it's much better because you know you're traveling you're with gaining yeah. time. Would yeah. they? Would you? Would you phone in or go actually down to the studio? Either way, either way, they usually, they they like you to come in because they want to meet you yeah. and hang out. So. How's that work? Does the, the the comedy? Does your booker set that up, or does the comedy the club is club usually like, hey, we need to get some numbers. Can you please come? And even if they're sold out, they're like, you still need to come just because it helps. And they know. send you down to the morning zoo. Yeah, you... they send you they know, an open mic or something picks you up, takes you down there to the morning zoo, whatever. And That's uh, fun. And you're just, and sometimes you're on camera and you're like, I don't know I was going to be on camera. And like you're unshaven. You know, you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> I thought this was radio. Right. Yeah, like didn't even shower. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> it's still not but wearing Bob pants. Bob and Tom out of Indianapolis. That's a fun one. Bob yeah. and Tom is, they're great. Have you done, so you've done some pretty big, like, you know, big city shows. Have you also done some little like po dunk like radio shows? oh yeah there's some little there's some little ones that you're like who's this going like we did one in i think oklahoma city or tulsa we did one in myrtle beach i did this one podcast at elisa viejo <laughs> <laughs> knuckleheads like tinfoil sticking no, out knuckleheads of was in tennessee yeah. oh, wait. right right that's cool you know i i was a roadie for a, a rock band on one tour and that was the thing. When they would roll into town, the following morning, they generally had a radio show that they'd show up and talk and say, hey, we're playing tonight at whatever the club was. And I didn't realize comics kind of did the same thing. But yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, kind of a similar, it's a very similar thing. You just, you want to take advantage. Of, like, at night, it, the world is yours because everyone's in bed and you don't have to get up in the morning. So you want to take advantage of that and stay awake. You know, you're just like, I want to stay awake till 2, 3, 4. Because, you know, people are going to be up in a couple hours, and I'll just wake up later. So when you throw radio at them, it really throws off a comic or a band for the week, you know. Yeah. Because yeah, when, you, when you're, like, when your work day is 7.30 to 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. You don't want to go to, between the adrenaline, I'm sure, and yeah. just, like, you need some time alone. Yeah, you need time after the show. Yeah. And when I say alone, with a bottle of Evan Williams... <laughs> And a ham sandwich. 
Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a you, good way to pull a mama cass. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy, how many radio shows have you been on um, as a comic? You well, you know, bunch, I right? do this podcast every week. Right. So, I mean, we're on 55, number 55. 55. Uh, you know, uh, you know, talking about being a guest on, on the podcast. Oh, the segue. We had a great guest last week. Great. In, in James Kelly. Um, and it was super fun. I love having a musical guest on the show. Uh, I think it adds something, a different element that we don't do every week. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take this opportunity to plug the show and tell you to interact with us. If you don't know already, we have a website beautifully put together by our IT team. Uh, me and it is it is websworldwide.com w e b b s worldwide.com go there and s- find out everything about our show the uh, old episodes are archived there we've got pictures and fun and info and most importantly there's an email link there you can interact with the show that way or also on facebook or instagram the jeremy webisodes podcast and let us know you're out there let us know if you're having a good time let us know if you like having musical guests um this kind of stuff helps us tailor the content to you the listener so take this opportunity um to interact with the show let us know what you're enjoying what you're not enjoying and uh and also Share us with a friend. Share us with a coworker, a family member, somebody you're sitting next to on the plane right now, um, and that helps the show spread organically too. So that is the shameless plug. And that being said, um, somebody who likes to donate, you know, and get involved with the show from time to time. Uh, in fact, I think the last time you were on the show, Pat, we had uh, a special delivery from Coach Baseball. So Coach Baseball is back. No, no, no. That, that's like because you guys really liked the last no, one. No, that uh-huh. baseball baseball is uh, every couple of months. <clears throat> You're kind of all choked up. I'm already getting a gag <laughs> reflex thinking about it. I don't know if every, that, we're, that was. We're two weeks past one of the most horrific things that went into my mouth. And, and I think, and that leads me to. I think he was a little. I feel like he felt bad about it. <laughs> well, he didn't eat it. No, he eats it. His grandma makes a delectable pickled bologna salad that he said you guys would Say that with. again. A delectable pickled, pickled bologna, bologna salad. salad. You know the worst part about it? It's such an insult to both of those instruments. Pickles are good. Bologna is good. Pickled bologna salad, I can't imagine is like... Well, there's nothing... Pickled bologna doesn't... Salad isn't a word you expect to find following... Bologna. bologna. Yeah. Like, I can imagine, like, cutting up some Oscar Mayer bologna and throwing I mean, it on this an This is ice, a conversation we've actually lettuce. had on the show before. Yeah, yeah. Like, ham salad. Yeah. I don't even salad. What's, um, I'll, I'll ask it probably four times a year. What is ambrosia salad? I think if you define salad, <laughs> ham salad and pickled bologna salad actually don't end up qualifying as salad. I'm going to go makes, and throw that out. Like tuna salad. Yeah, tuna salad. Why? What makes it salad? 
the the freaking pickle relish the, the, yeah. or the, like the like the three pieces of celery in it. Yeah, no, I think it's it's, it's it's a salad the same way a green salad is. It's a mixture of stuff with dressing in it. Yeah, <laughs> like my grandma called mayonnaise dressing. Do you want any dressing on your sandwich? You want any dressing on your salad? So consequently, it was nothing for my grandma to make you up a little green salad and just put a big wall up of mayonnaise right on top of it. But, but they they call stuffing dressing. Right. Yeah. Everything's dressing in the uh, salad. Are you putting like like stuffing on a cob salad and like that's the dressing? I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I oh, maybe would try it. <laughs> I'd like to subscribe to your newsletter. So that being said, that being said, oh, I just want to keep talking so we don't have to get to no, it. No, let's get into it. It's kind of a... He, he, so what I wanted to say is he felt so bad after last Coach Baseball's exciting adventure has in Ryan, culinary Has Ryan had any of that? Did Ryan have a taste oh, of that? Yeah. No, Ryan didn't have any of the pickled bologna rope. Oh, God. But, I mean, he's suffered through the ranch-flavored soda and the... Ryan... Carbonated it, yogurt. But Pat, Pat, Pat was literally... <laughs> Like at the end of his pickle rope. Oh yeah. I mean, he was ready to leave. He was the... having. A, he had a hard time. <laughs> he went home and washed his hands fastidiously. Oh, bathed. Bathed. So, let me go get the box. Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? What scares me is the box is not open. No. So you're telling us that this is going to be delicious. You have, I don't think you have any idea what's in it. So it's it was just delivered today. It is it's it's FedExed. Um, it comes from a, a very reputable kind of culinary site online. A culinary site it, online. I had to immediately uh, refrigerate it. Yeah, there's a huge yellow sign that says perishable. Did you put it immediately in yeah. there? Yeah. Oh, and there's a huge block of ice still on top of well, it. Well, it looks completely melted. No, it's not. What do we have here? Well, ooh, this looks darn right. I can't read it. Paddlefish caviar. Paddlefish caviar and some Vermont creme fraiche. So... What do we know about caviar, Joss? Anything? Really, really, really good caviar. Do you know where it comes from? I think originally France. France. No, that's not I right. I thought it was Mother Russia. Russia. Right? Do you remember in the in the movie uh, thanks, with, thanks, Ma- with Matthew Broderick? <laughs> the movie War, War with- Games. He's like, uh, I just hope they don't. That one guy in the in the bunker. He's like, I hope they don't make me any, eat many of them damn fish eggs. <laughs> Sorry. So right. No, that's right. So Russia. NORAD. Not France. Not France. Traditionally Russian. Do we know what kind of fish produces good caviar? Anybody? Haddock, yeah. Sturgeon. Sturgeon. Right? Often you'll hear it referred to as beluga caviar. Yeah. Not beluga whale. So it's not whale it does, caviar. It's not whale eggs because whales are mammals and don't lay eggs, Joss. Little T.I. Whale penis is so uh, big. Have you huge. ever seen those things? Oh, yeah. They're like the size of a person. Seen one? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. That's why Jared doesn't paddleboard anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Long story. Fun. Another episode. <laughs> really, really good caviar comes from Russian sturgeon. Okay, this this is an American caviar. This comes from an American paddlefish. American paddlefish, close relative to the sturgeon. How right? close? Very close. It's like third cousin. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I think your weird cousins. cousin that touched you at Halloween. The American paddlefish is a species of basal ray-finned fish closely related to sturgeons. Closely related. Right there off the internet. Sturgeon General's warning. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Fossil records of... Here's the thing about sturgeon. Super old. One of the original fish. Didn't change a whole lot during the whole Darwinism. 40-year-old sturgeon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It keeps <laughs> sorry, getting better. Sorry, um, the American paddlefish is a smooth-skinned freshwater fish. Dates back to 125 million years ago. Okay? It's got to be tough. Well, right now, but good thing it? we're eating the eggs, not the fish itself. Ah. It's got this huge... <laughs> cartilaginous paddle-shaped rostrum. I mean, it sounds delicious. (laughs) Again, you're not eating the rostrum. You're eating the eggs. So what we have here is the American analog to Russian caviar. This is the highest-grade American paddlefish caviar you can get. Now, is this this from the Pacific Northwest? Is it from the Northern East Coast? American paddlefish are native to the Mississippi River Basin. Okay, well, you're not far. The Ohio River cuts out of that. So right there. It, it, it's, I'm still not sold on that. Right. If the best is in Russia, the, the Missis- second best, best is not Mississippi in Mississippi River. <laughs> okay. Crim Fresh is the other thing that he sent us from Vermont. What do we know about Vermont? A lot of very happy cows there. What do we know about Crim Fresh? Anything, Joss? What's Crim Fresh? Crim Fresh was one of the greatest American racehorses that right. uh, was in the 80s. No. And this is, are his eggs? Yeah. We're eating <laughs> horse eggs from the 80s. Nice. Isn't it? Creme fraiche is a lot like sour cream. Oh, great. One yeah. of my favorites. Josh loves... Josh. Josh. Josh loves sour cream. So creme fraiche is like sour cream, a little less sour, but it's got a higher butterfat content. So it's a fattier, less sour sour cream. Kind of like butter. You like butter, don't you, Josh? Pat's like white knuckling it on a seat right now. You got both hands. One of my favorite ways to enjoy traditional caviar service. This is not traditional caviar and certainly not traditional caviar service. Right. Mother of pearl spoon (laughs) or plastic, also non-reactive. That we just used to get the... uh, This little Petri dish of what looks to be like pepper seeds. So here's the thing. This is a huge portion of caviar. By the way, from a guy that loves caviar, here's the thing. My favorite hangover cure, like when I wake up and I have a hangover, for whatever reason, I crave caviar. And I crave really, really good Osteria caviar, right? And I'm talking hundreds of dollars worth of caviar that would fit basically like in a thimble. And I eat it by the jar full because it just does something for me. I, I crave like the salty brininess of it. These are expensive hangovers, and this is very, a night after expensive. drinking. Yeah. Which right. Is so put me in Vegas. You will find me in the in the caviar champagne restaurant in the lobby of the Bellagio on Sunday morning with a very hefty bill. So don't start at the at the for a bacon egg and cheese at the local McDonald's. So for for a guy that loves caviar because. Quite often, I will forego the blinis or the whatever I'm eating it on, the toast points, and I'll just start eating directly from the, the little jar. As somebody that likes to eat from the jar of caviar, this is a amazing portion. Like, I could get full spoonfuls of this, which would be awesome. Um, so, because I can, I'm gonna. I'm gonna over-portion this because I, I am a guy that likes caviar. What am I serving this on? Well, I don't have toast points. And as I mentioned earlier, I didn't have a whole lot of time to go out and uh, do a bunch of shopping. 
So one of the traditional things to eat caviar on are potato pancakes or latkes. And so we're going to eat it on french fries. Very nice uh, little kind of low-budget version of the latka. I'm going to do a little, uh, little come fresh. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't even know what, where I'm to gonna go I'm going to do a large so, portion of caviar. This is one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever seen. so unappetizing. <laughs> I don't peg you for a foodie, Pat, are you? No. I mean... You don't really come off like a big food guy. Mmm. Wow. I mean... No, do you, no, me, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, that I was, let me ask more you this. That was that. not... Yeah. Do you like caviar? Yeah, but I like it in small doses. I'll... I, I, I mean, are you one of those guys that likes caviar? And when you say you like caviar, you like the like egg whites, diced onions, yeah, capers, and all the other shit. <laughs> Not yeah, yeah. so much the caviar. No, 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 no. I put. The, I mean, I have the caviar, but I, I don't like it like you just had it. That's not. That's me. I. I, I like a little finely chopped so onion. So I'm going to do one more point. with the creme fraiche and a little more caviar <laughs> on it, and then I'm just going to eat the caviar by itself. Um, I, I guess we're implying that we don't have to eat it. This is just your review. Yeah, let's keep it at that. As a caviar eater, this is extremely mild compared to like a hardcore Russian Osteria caviar. Um, If what you're scared of in caviar is like the fishy flavor or all that stuff, this has very, very little of that. Okay. So, you know, I would, I would, it's good. It's great. It's, um. I would I would totally eat that. It is not off-putting in any way. It's way better than like salmon roe. Um, or, or salmon eggs. Uh, I'm not going to say it's as good as, you know, $500 Osteria caviar, but um, it's it's good. It's super yummy. Thanks, Coach. That's a good one. And that's out of the Mississippi. I mean, what part? Lower, upper? Well, it's, it's clearly, Who cares? It's clearly farm-raised. It's the Mississippi raised. River. It's, it's not I'm... out of the Mississippi River. I guarantee you it's farm-raised. It's just from the Mississippi River Basin. The American paddlefish is traditionally found in the Mississippi River Basin. It does, doesn't mean that this comes from that region at all. In fact, it probably says something on the... which I ripped off, so I don't know. When I was reading it, it was mostly farm-raised, Kentucky, Tennessee, Mississippi. Okay. What's your impression? It's mild, right? It is pretty mild. Pat, you're next. A little salty. Uh, not right? too bad. Well, of course, it's going to be briny. Mm-hmm. Briny. I like that word, though. I like the word briny. Brine, yeah, B R I N E, yeah, yeah, with a Y at the end of it's brine. The creme fraiche is <laughs> on point. I mean, right. that is. I mean, that's really good creme fraiche. I don't, it's like, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm so glad you go last because this because this will put so much pressure on Joss if I eat this, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much why I'm what, doing it. If you eat it and like it, especially. By the way, I'll be honest. There was I forget what it was because I forget everything. But he sent something I complained about. Then what we ended up liking. There's been a couple. Oh well, the, the ramps. That the ramp jelly and the uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. That was actually pretty good. We put the ramp jelly together with a little look manchego. Look, look how little he's putting on it. Whatever, well, I just wanted to try it. You don't have to eat it all. I'm happy he's game to try it. Down the Ryan Hatch. That creme fraiche is fantastic. Right, that's gangster. Okay. I mean, that's like fifty percent sour cream, fifty percent butter. Yeah, it's right. exactly what it. It's got a very buttery kind of mm-hmm. whipped yeah. butter consistency. Yeah. I think you're fine, John. This is very tame caviar. Which it's is fine. super tame, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you know, caviar can be, you know, fishy and, and mm-hmm. maybe for somebody that doesn't love it can kind of be a little off-putting. Yeah. But that's why I keep saying, like, this is tame. Yeah. I think you can... This is kind of a great, like, maybe entry level yeah, to caviar. Really super fresh fries, which, of course, is 
Yeah. I kind of, caviar to me is like stinky cheese in that. None of this. Is that, um, I love it. I want to, let's savor this though. Let's revel in Joss eating this. Yeah, here we go. I mean, do you like caviar? Have you ever yeah. had caviar? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like caviar. I don't know what you're so scared of. Pretty tame, right? I mean, to be honest with you, the creme fraiche kind of outdoes the caviar. Right, that right? is override. Right. That's yeah, why an it's though. so tame that, yeah, that's why it, I'm I gonna said go, I'm going to try gonna... it again and then I'm going like, to take a spoonful of just the caviar. No, I'm going yeah. to go one just caviar. No, I, I want to give that a fair Caviar is like is like stinky cheese to me. You can go, or like like a blue cheese range. You know, you have your gorgonzola, which is super tame, Ugh. and all the way to your Stilton, way out there where that's, you know, almost Justin, pungent. He just put a generous amount on a fry. Wow. Joss did? I'll be honest with you. To me, it's, it's um, it doesn't have much of a taste either way, right? It's, the, the creme fraiche uh, exceeded expectations. Because I, I, well stated, I hate sour cream. You, I, to me, I taste more butter. It's than very, sour it's, cream. yeah, it's high butter fat, super creamy. Yeah, it's fine. And then, and the, yeah, and then the caviar is kind of briny. That's really all, the only quality. There's not not really any fishy quality. No, there's not. I would there's say no there's fishiness. no. I would say there's no. Really, fishiness. it's kind of just salty. Yeah, which isn't bad. And there's no um. No real pop, uh, like like no a pop. Row. No, that's a good point. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of really really good osteria caviar is feeling those little Pops balls in pop teeth. in your in your mouth. Mm. And, and yeah. you're not, I'm not getting any no. pop here. Yeah. It's soft. Well, yeah. my compliments, or maybe all of our compliments to your friend. Yeah, thanks, Coach. This is a great one. I mean, we're I'm probably gonna polish it right here. I put the so. creme fraiche on like a crack, like a cracker all day. Oh yeah, yeah. that creme fraiche would go real quick. Yeah, quick Creme recipe. fresh on a you, baked potato. Oh yeah, a little bit of that on a baked potato. Brown some chicken thighs in a skillet. Remove them. Add a little brandy or cognac to deglaze. Mix in a couple diced onions and diced apples until they're soft, and then finish with cream fresh and add the uh, the chicken back in. Serve with a little, you know, mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Yummy. You didn't do a great job of selling it. When I heard Mississippi River, it got real dicey. Well, you guys got kind of cunty about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny, like when you go to a sushi place in Vegas or Austin, and it's like, ooh, how good's this sushi? Like, we're pretty far from the uh, old Pacific Northwest. But none of that fish comes from here anyway. Great point. When you're sitting down here in Newport Beach looking at that beautiful Pacific Ocean stretching out in front of you, none of that sushi you're eating came from there. Where's it coming from, Alaska? Not there. Not locally. Uh, Probably a lot from there, you know, the east coast of Canada, but then a lot of the east coast of Canada? Yeah, Japan. Okay, Japan's still closer, you know, in terms of waterway. Right. I mean, it's in the Pacific. But it's definitely not locally caught. Yeah. Right. It's not Long point. Beach. It's not yeah. Dana Point. Right. Like off, the, like a pole off the the pier, like in Huntington. I yeah. mean, we Joss and I went and had oysters last Thursday. Sat down and ate a dozen oysters. None of those oysters are local. No. Those are all you Wa- know. Washington State. Right. And Where, where'd you guys go? Dana Point Harbor. King's Fish King's House. Fish House. Oh, in Laguna Hills. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Talk about this. That's the last meal I had with Chaz Goble. Was it really? Yeah. No. God rest his soul. Yeah. What a Stud of a dude. Incredible band that we miss every day. But uh, the King's Fish House, in that center, if you're from Orange County, everything's been demolished or changed. That place has made it. That's gone through the, that's been there since 
early 90s. That's been there a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Take another hit on the old fish egg. <laughs> so thank you, Coach Baseball. Yes. This is definitely what you say it makes up for the b- baloney rope. Does anything really that's, make up for the baloney take, rope? That's a long, that's a it's long, a long road journey. back. Okay, that's a long road right. Back. It's a long road back. <laughs> Once bitten, five <laughs> times shy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but we knew least, what we were getting into with that baloney. Just the view, the sight of that. It was like, okay. A rope yeah. of pickled baloney. I mean, Ooh. there's nothing about that. I don't care what you're into. That doesn't sound appetizing. It looked like Silence of the Lambs. Like, remember the yeah. body parts being oh, yeah. held up in vinegar or whatever? When you have none of the qualities, right? You don't have the aesthetics, you don't have the smell, and you don't have the taste. That's an O for three. Yeah. If you're if you're eating with your eyes, yeah, that right. one really that's, Yeah, that wasn't. Good. Yeah. That wasn't. You're eating. <laughs> so thank you. That's not me peeing. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Coach. That was a good one. I'm going to consider that one a win. You know, since he's come back a little bit, let's give him a couple months off. Let's get back into week eight of football. <laughs> right. Right. Get another Mid- musical mid-season. guest Mid-season. or two in Mid-season, here. you know, everyone's like five and four. And it doesn't need to be open. a weird food. It can be like, hey, here's the most delicious fried chicken. Well, that's what I think try to do this time. Yeah, yeah. I really do. I thought it was super yummy, the best so far. Thanks, Coach. Let's do the news. This is the news with Joss McGinty. Hard hitting, global, and other stuff. Well, you know, it's funny enough, I do have a news story that falls right in line with this debauchery of youth. Although this man was 67 years old. How good do you think you guys would be at robbing a bank? I'd like to think I'd be pretty good at it. I mean, what do you do? You walk in, you show them a note, says, give me all your money. I've got a bomb strapped to my schlong. Right. Yeah. Nowadays, it's it's before. You got to do the security. You got to deal the software. You got to get it. Be, like, not to quote Heat again, but you remember he, he they have to find the security system beforehand. Yeah. You gotta know every. Yeah. Nobody's just walking in stealing cash. Well, hell in high water, the small little things. That was a great that movie, was by the way. Oklahoma, northern Texas. Yeah. Well, well, when we used to live in Corona del Mar, there was a B of A on it PCH. Got it got robbed all the time because it was right there. I mean, when we were there, it was it got robbed three or four times when we were there. What do you think? A typical bank robbery. By one man, I should yeah. say this. By this isn't heat, like we mentioned yeah. earlier. This is a single gentleman. How do you usually rob a bank? Don't you you go in with the mask, right? A note and a mask. note and a note. A note, right? Mm-hmm. The very, note's a key part. A very key part. What if you couldn't write? <laughs> oh, well, then you're, you're you're right there. You've got some an uphill climb, kid. <laughs> Headline of story from Huffington Post. Bank robbery in England goes awry because of some bad handwriting. <laughs> Alan Slatterly fled empty-handed after Teller struggled to read his threatening note. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, your penmanship. Like, penmanship cost him Money. the score. Yeah. yeah. They have it. Uh, they have a picture of it. He, they literally couldn't read it. And he like got so frustrated he ran and left and he got he got away but with no money. Yeah. Type the note. Yeah. Do you type it? <laughs> Have a friend write it. Have a friend write it. 
I think though, if you if you have a friend write the note, he gets fifty percent. Because you know, give not even me all good. your monkey. Oh, monkey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a monkey, a sex, yeah. Me too. You just yeah. got me too. Hey, give me all your yeah. monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I tried earlier, but you weren't having it. He. Tr- <laughs> Police shared a picture of the note on Twitter. If you look hard enough, you can read, your screen won't stop what I've got. Just hand over the 10s and 20s. Think about the other customers. If you look at the note, it, it doesn't it's say just, that. He just scribbles. He, he probably wrote it in his car three right. minutes. On like, his lap. He didn't like, even uh, have like a hard s- surface. A sweat, yeah, the pen, sweat, the yeah, pen was out of poking, hand. Poking through, through, through the paper. Sweat dripping down on it. Like... That's where you need to go the night before. You type out the note mm-hmm. and have a little more. Like he could have gotten away with it. The guy, the I'm guy was literally sure. like, "What are you talking about? What does this mean?" It's pretty. Think about the other Patron. I didn't drink last night. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have Patron? Yeah. By the way, it was in ink in a on a three wheel uh, three ring binder. What are those typical a spiral notebook? Spiral notebook. Yeah. You know, like wow. a grade school with the lines, so you, you know. And he ripped it out, and it still has, yeah, all the, has a, the, the hanging, hanging chads. chads on the side. <laughs> that's, that's a real low effort. And if you're yeah. 67. Come I mean, on. What was the, I mean, not that I, I don't need the feel-good story or the feel-bad story, but, like, what was he doing where he thought this was the way to money? Right. Clearly, there he, he something wasn't going his way that day, week, month, year. You know, maybe go to CVS, buy a six pack of pens. Yeah. For a dollar eighty nine. Maybe he didn't have a dollar eighty nine. At sixty seven years old, you should be ashamed of yourself for having terrible penmanship. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> you, aren't that's we, the bigger frown. Yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's bigger frown. the bigger frown. I mean yeah. aren't robbing we taught, a bank is not no, I have I mean, no problem with that. Aren't we taught cursive in about fourth grade? Right. And at sixty seven, you're from the generation before we even had computers. Yeah. So if anybody should be capable of fucking right. writing a note, it should be you. What a great oh, yeah. point. Yeah. Simon doesn't even sign his name in cursive. No. His yeah. generation doesn't yeah. even have pen. They don't have a signature. Right. Not weird. They don't teach cursive in, in in schools anymore. So the average kid coming out of school doesn't have a signature. Like they print their names. That's weird. It it'd is weird. It'd be funny if someone confused their suicide note with their bank robbing note. And she's yeah. reading it and she's like, okay, well, you need help. So who, right. should we call someone? And he's like, what? Oh, God damn. That's the wrong that's note. That's the wrong oh, note. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> Give me all your monkey. What do you mean? <laughs> I just need someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, like, okay, well, I can sit here as long like, as you well, like. We close um, at five, but yeah. I can we can walk and get some coffee. What's, what's she Do you have about? an account here? Should I just we... want I want the visual of like how long the guy tried to read it. You know what I mean? Because it, it makes it sound like okay. he really well. The teller gave it called over a couple. Of sir, I'm really like having a hard understand. time with this. Are you trying to make a withdrawal? Do you want a cashier's check? <laughs> if you're you... a teller, just pretend like you can't read. Right. Just be like, I can't. I don't. Maybe I don't that's the moral of the whole like, story. Okay. Well. Like, think of the other customers. Okay, I got a little bit of that. Yeah, you, you're taking a long time for your. Deposit. Wait a minute. Now, do you? Are you trying <laughs> to rob me? <laughs> like, hits the button. Yeah. <laughs> like, do. Do they panic before they see a gun to their face? Like, what's the protocol? I, if you get a note, you just pay, I think. Well, my other question was exactly pay. that. It, once the note was deemed... I'm sure they all have crap. a little alert button. Yeah. Where's the gun? Button that's off. 
I, I, there's no if mention someone, of the story. If someone of him nobody uses a gun, a gun no, to no rob a, a bank in, anymore. Yeah. It's not a thing. If you if you walked in and handed a note and you read it, and as soon as you read it, don't you just like hit the floor behind your little wall there, Here's or the, just walk? If away? anybody hands you a note at a, as a teller, yeah, like instantly, like you're. It's not a birthday yeah. invitation. You're getting robbed. I think you should do that. Go into the bank with a mask on. And hand the lady a note that just says, your hair looks great today. Yeah. <laughs> and just see if you end up on the floor. Or just a note that says, I'd like to make a withdrawal. Yeah. But like with, a Richard with, Nixon rubber mask on. With most of these robberies, the people have scouted it out. They've scouted out. Oh, yeah. Like when they go back and look at the footage, they're always like, oh, my God, look, he was oh, here a month ago, a week yeah. ago. Yeah. He's been yeah. coming in Wednesday, 4 o'clock for the last seven weeks. Casing know. the joint. Yeah. But uh, it's it's hard. Like right now with mask mandate, you know, you show up to a bank heist and everyone's in masks, and you're like, "Damn it! I thought I was the only one." Now's the time. All these people are robbing the bank. You know, right? Timing is perfect. It's perfect with the bank with the flag. And the thing that sucks is that that's it. It seems like a very high risk activity, and you don't get that much money. You're not getting twenty thousand. No, you get one drawer. You're not making it into the vault. No, good point. Yeah, I mean you're you got getting that one teller's drawer, yeah. and that's it. You're like four, five, seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe a thousand. That's why Heat was so great. They had done the research yeah. beforehand. It was right before the internet hit and all that shit. Yeah, you know? and they, uh, yeah, and they got in the vault and boom, out the door, sixty seconds. Now the big heists are all online. Yeah, right. Nobody's actually oh, yeah. walking Cyber out. Cyber security. Cyber. Although there are there are still those like the like big European jewel robbers that are pulling yeah. heists over there, like walking mm. out of the hotels in Cannes. Well, did, but did, I think didn't we do one on the show? Like the guy, we did. He yeah. he, he got international like, jewelry robber. It's like it's nice to know that those guys are still out there. Cool. That's got that can't be for money though. That's got to be the rush for the challenge because you steal Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, Ocean's you steal 12. one Fabergé egg that is world renowned. Like, where are you selling? That? Well, that's the thing. Where's the market for that? Yeah, it's not an open market. No, there's Marrakesh. There's yeah. four guys right. that, that want to buy that. Right, and they're. So, yeah, it's not way American. easier. Way way easier to do. I mean, not that I could do it, but it just seems like, just like anything on the internet, if you can sell one thing to one person on the internet, maybe you can sell it to everybody else on the internet. Well, if you can steal one person's ID on the internet, maybe you can steal a whole bunch. And all you got to do is steal a little bit from a lot of people, and you can make a shit ton of money. So it just seems like way less risk. Plus, if you're going across borders, them trying to catch you. So here's the moral of the story, kids. Get into cybercrime. Cybercrime. That's where it's at. Yeah. CC. Right? Don't involve a note. Yeah. Don't involve a note or a Take, gun. It's just yeah. too messy. And pens are so... Send a un- text. Uh, uh, you know, so, right. pens are so unpredictable these days. Right. You probably have deplorable penmanship. You then know, you have really to get teaches, away. It also teaches you maybe we should bring back cursive into the schools. Slow them down a little bit. Hard segue. Yeah, I don't like chicks with big mannish hands. <laughs> I gotta be totally honest. Or deformedly weird feet. I'm not a the penis. biggest. Yeah, or Adam's apple. Any of these. I can't go feet because I have very weird feet. I I'm. I just that is that is a deal breaker for me. Feet. Penis. Penis. Every time. <laughs> I think it's fragrance for me. If there's if there's it's still a fragrance issue. If there's I can deal with. You're a can deal with a penis, but if they smell <laughs> it, I can I can deal with a penis. But if it's if it's if it's not, if it stinks. Yeah. <laughs>
Josh's bedroom in college, he didn't know how to change the light bulb. So by like halfway through the second semester, it was totally just pitch black in his dorm room. And when he needed light, he would just turn on the TV. And chicks would come and not like that. I can see them not. You want to watch that. the nightly news? Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, no. hey, Josh, can, can you turn on the lights? I can't find my underpants. Well, no, but I can turn on MASH. You're like, it's like, Nick, 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 Nick. Like Nick at night. Yeah, chicks, like, after a one night stand, she's getting dressed to Mr. Ed. I mean, that's just not yeah. sexy, man. Like, Bonanza comes on. Yeah, like, this is the move. Josh is already snoring. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, turn the TV off on your way out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, gentlemen, as always, it's been a laugh riot. So thanks for being here. As always, I love you guys. And you guys, ladies and gentlemen, the Lava Lampers, thanks for being here. We love you. And as always, we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. <laughs>